Chapter fourteen of the Ramayana. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. The Ramayana by Valmiki. Translated by Ralph T. H. Griffith. Canto sixty six. Janik's speech. With cloudless lustre rose the sun. The king, his morning worship done, ordered hid heralds to invite the princes and the anchorite. With honor as the law's decree, the monarch entertained the three. Then to the youths and saintly man, Videa's lord, this speech began. O blameless saint, most welcome thou, if I may please thee, tell me how. Speak, mighty lord, whom all revere, tis thine to order, mine to hear. Thus he on mighty thoughts intends, then thus the sage most eloquent. King Dasaratha's sons, this pair, of warriors famous everywhere, are come that best of bows to see, that lies a treasure stored by thee. This mighty Janik, deign to show, that they may look upon the bow, and then contented homeward go. Then royal Janik spoke in turn, O best of saints, the story learn, why this famed bow, a noble prize, a treasure in my palace lies. A monarch, Deverant by name, who sixth from ancient Nimri came, held it as ruler of the land, a pledge in his successive hand. This bow the mighty Rudra bore. At Daksha's sacrifice of yore, when carnage of the immortal stained, the rite that Daksha had ordained, then as the gods sore wounded fled, victorious Rudra, mocking said because o gods ye gave me not when i my rightful portion sought your dearest parts i will not spare but with my bow your frames will tear the sons of heaven in wild alarm soft flatteries tried his rage to charm then bahava lord whom gods adore grew kind and friendly as before and every torn and mangled limb was safe and sound restored by him Thenceforth this bow, the gem of bows, that freed the god of gods from foes, stored by our great forefathers lay, a treasure and a pride for a. Once as it chanced I ploughed the ground, when sudden neath the share was found, an infant springing from the earth, named Sita, from her secret birth. In strength and grace the maiden grew, my cherished daughter, fair to view. I vowed her of no mortal birth, meet prize for noblest hero's worth. In strength and grace the maiden grew, and many a monarch came to woo. To all the princely suitors I gave mighty saint the same reply. I give not thus my daughter she, prize of heroic worth shall be. To Mathila the suitors pressed, their power and might to manifest. To all who came with hearts aglow, I offered Siva's wondrous bow. Not one of all the royal band Could raise or take the bow in hand. The suitor's puny might I spurned, And back the feeble princes turned. Enraged thereat, the warriors met, With force combined my town beset. Stung to the heart with scorn and shame, With war and threats they madly came. Besieged my peaceful walls, and long, to Mathila did grievous wrong. There, wasting all, a year they lay, 
and brought my treasures to decay, filling my soul, O hermit chief, with bitter woe and hopeless grief. At last by long-wrought penance I won favour with the gods on high, who with my labours well content a fourfold host to aid me sent. Then swift the baffled heroes fled to all the winds well discomfited, wrongdoers with their lords and host, and all their valour's idle boast. This heavenly bow, exceeding bright, these youths shall see, O anchorite. Then if young Rama's hand can string the bow that baffled lord and king, to him I give, as I have sworn, my Sita, not of woman born. Canto 67 The Breaking of the Bow then spoke again the great recluse this mighty bow o king produce king janic at the saint's request this order to his train addressed let the great bow be hither borne which flowery wreaths and scents adorn soon as the monarch's words were said his servants to the city sped five thousand youths in number all of manly strength and stature tall the ponderous eight-wheeled chest that held the heavenly bow with toil propelled, at length they brought that iron chest, and thus the godlike king addressed. This best of bows, O Lord, we bring, respected by each chief and king, and place it for these youths to see, if sovereign such thy pleasure be. With suppliant palm to palm applied, King Janic to the strangers cried, This gem of bows, O Brahmin sage, our race has prized from age to age too strong for those who yet have reigned, though great in might, each nerve they strained. Titan and fiend its strength defies, God, spirit minstrel of the skies, and bard above and snake below, are baffled by this glorious bow. Then how may human prowess hope, with such a bow as this to cope? What man with valor's choicest gift, this bow can draw, or string, or lift? Yet let the prince's holy seer behold it, it is present here. Then spoke the hermit pious souls, Rama, dear son, the bow behold. Then Rama at his word unclosed the chest wherein its might reposed. Thus crying as he viewed it, Lo, I lay my hand upon the bow. May happy luck my hope attend, its heavenly strength to lift or bend. Good luck be thine, the hermit cried. Assay the task, the king replied. Then Raku's son, as if in sport, before the thousands of the court, the weapon by the middle raised, that all the crowd in wonder gazed. With steady arm the string he drew, till burst the mighty bow in two. As snapped the bow, an awful clang, loud as the shriek of tempests rang. The earth affrighted shook amain, as when a hill is rent in twain. Then, senseless at the fearful sound, the people fell upon the ground. None save the king, the princely pair, and the great saint the shock could bear. When woke to sense the stricken train, and Janic's soul was calm again, with suppliant hand and reverent head, these words most eloquent he said, O saint, Prince Rama stands alone, his peerless might he well has shown. A marvel has the hero wrought, beyond belief, 
surpassing thought, my child to royal Rama wed, new glory on our line will shed, and true my promise will remain, that hero's worth the bride should gain. Dearer to me than light and life, my Sita shall be Rama's wife. If thou, O Brahman, leave conceit, my counsellors with eager speed, born in their flying cars to fare, Iotia's town the news shall bear, with courteous message to entreat the king to grace my royal seat. This to the monarch shall they tell, the bride is his who won her well, and his two sons are resting here, protected by the holy seer. So at his pleasure let them lead the sovereign to my town with speed. The hermit to his prayer inclined, and Janic, lord of virtuous mind, with charges to Adhodia sent, his ministers, and forth they went. Canto 68 The Envoy's Speech Three nights upon the road they passed, to rest the steeds that bore them fast, and reached Ahodia's town at last. Then straight at Dasaratha's call, they stood within the royal hall, where, like a god inspiring awe, the venerable king they saw. With suppliant palm to palm applied, and all their terror laid aside, they spoke to him upon the throne, with modest words and gentle tone. Janic, Vidya's king, O sire, has sent us hither to inquire, the health of thee his friend most dear, of all thy priests and every peer. Next Kusik's son, consenting thus, King Janic speaks, dread liege by us, I made a promise and decree, that valor's prize my child should be, kings worthless found in worth's array, with mind dejected turned away, thy sons by Visvamitra led, unurged, my city visited, and peerless in their might have gained, my daughter, as my vow ordained. Full in a vast assembly's view, thy hero Rama broke in two, the gem of bows of monstrous size, that came a treasure from the skies, ordained the prize of hero's might, Sita my child is his by right. Fain would I keep my promise made, if thou, O king, approve and aid, come to my town thy son to see, bring holy guide and priest with thee. O lord of kings, my suit allow, and let me keep my promised vow. So joying for thy children's sake, their triumph too shalt thou partake. With Visvamitra's high consent, such words with friendship eloquent, spoke Janic, fair Vahita's king, by Satinaja's counselling. The envoy thus the king addressed, and mighty joy his heart possessed. To Vamadeva quick he cried, Vasishta and his lords beside, Lakshaman and he, my princely hoy, who fills Kaushiala's soul with joy, by Visvamitra guarded well, among the good Vidhians dwell. Their ruler Janic, prompt to own, the peerless might my child has shown, to him would knit in holy ties, his daughter, valor's lovely prize. If Janic's plan seem good to you, come, speed we to his city too nor let occasion idly by. He ceased. There came a glad reply, from priest and mighty saint and all, the counsellors who thronged the hall. Then cried the king with joyous heart, To-morrow let us all depart, 
that night the envoys entertained with honour and all care remained canto sixty nine dazaratha's visit soon as the shades of night had fled thus to the wise sumantra said the happy king while priest and peer each in his place were standing near let all my treasurers to-day set foremost in the long array with gold and precious gems supplied in bounteous store together ride and send you out a mighty force foot chariot elephant and horse besides let many a car of state and noblest steeds my will await thus ishtha vamadiva sage and markandeya's reverend age javali kasyap godlike seed and wise katiya yana shall lead thy care samantra let it be to yoke a chariot now for me that so we part without delay these envoys hasten me away so fared he forth that host with speed quadruple as the king decreed with priest to head the bright array followed the monarch on his way four days they travelled on the road and evidia's kingdom showed janak had left his royal seat the venerable king to greet and noblest with these words addressed that noblest lord his happy guest hail best of kings a blessed fate has led thee monarch to my state thy sons supreme in high emprise will gladden now their father's eyes and high my fate that hither leads vasishtha bright with holy deeds girt with these sages far renowned like indra with the gods around joy joy for vanquished are my foes joy for my house in glory grows with raghu's noblest sons allied supreme in strength and valor's pride to-morrow with its early light will shine on my completed right then sanctioned by the saints and thee the marriage of thy rama see then dazaratha best of those whose speech in graceful order flows with gathered saints on every side thus to the lord of earth replied a truth is this i long have known a favour is the giver's own what thou shalt bid o good and true we as our power permits will do that answer of the truthful lord with virtuous worth and honour stored janak vitia's noble king hear gladly great marvelling with bosoms filled with pleasure met long parted saint and anchoret and linked in friendship's tie they spent the peaceful night in great content rama and lakshman thither sped by sainted visvamitra led and bent in filial love to greet their father and embraced his feet the aged king rejoiced to hear and see again his children dear honoured by janic's thoughtful care with great enjoyment rested there king janic with attentive heed consulted first his daughter's need and ordered all to speed the right then rested also for the night canto seventy the maidens sought then with the morn's returning sun king janic when his rites were done skilled all the charms of speech to know spoke to wise satinandra so 
my brother lord of glorious fame my younger couche edouage by name whose virtuous life has won renown has settled in a lovely town senkasha decked with grace divine whose glories bright as pushpak shine while ikshumati rolls her wave her lofty ramparts foot to lave him holy priest i long to see the guardian of my right is he that my dear brother may not miss a share of mine expected bliss thus in the presence of the priest the royal janic spoke and ceased then came his henchman prompt and brave to whom his charge the monarch gave soon as they heard his will in haste with fleetest steeds away they raced to lead with them that lord of kings as indra's call lord vishnu brings senkasha's walls they duly gained and audience of the king obtained to him they told the news they brought of marvels past and janic's thought soon as the king the story knew from those good envoys swift and true to janic's wish he gave assent and swift to mithila he went he paid to janic reverence due and holy satinanda too then sate him on a glorious seat for kings or gods celestial meet soon as the brothers noble pair peerless in might were seated there they gave the wise sudaman best of counsellors their high behest go noble counsellor they cried and hitherto our presence guide ishvaku's son ayahodya's lord invincible by foeman's sword with both his sons each holy seer and every minister and peer sudaman to the palace flew and saw the mighty king who threw splendor on ragu's splendid race then bowed his head with seemly grace o king whose hand adhodia sways my lord whom mathela obeys yearns with desire if thou agree thee with my guide and priest to see soon as the counsellor had ceased the king with saint and peer and priest sought speeding through the palace gate the hall where janic held his state there with his nobles round him spread thus to vidaya's lord be said thou knowing king whose aid divine protects ikshvaku's royal line in every need whate'er befall the saint vashishtha speaks for all if visvamitras so allow and all the saints around me now the sage will speak at my desire as order and the truth require soon as the king his lips had stilled uprose vashishtha speaker skills and to vitiya's lord began in flowing words that holy man from viewless nature brahma rose no change no end no waste he knows a son had he marichi styles and kasyap was marichi's child from him visvasvat sprang from him manu whose fame shall ne'er be dim manu who life to mortals gave begot ishvaku good and brave first of adhotia's kings was he pride of her famous dynasty from him the glorious kukshi sprang whose fame through all the regions rang rival of kukshi's ancient fame his heir the great vaikukshi came his son was vana lord of might 
his son Aranya strong to fight. His son was Prithu, glorious name. From him the good Trijanku came. He left a son renowned afar, known by the name of Dundhomar. His son, who drove the mighty car, was Yuvanazva, feared in war. He passed away. Him followed then, his son Mandhata, king of men. His son was blessed in high emprise. Susandi, fortunate and wise. Two noble sons had he, to wit, Druvasandai, and Prasanajit. Bharat was Druvasandi's son, and glorious fame that monarch won. The warrior Asid he begot. Asid had warfare, fierce and hot, with rival kings in many a spot. Haihayas, Telajanga styled, and Sasavindas strong and wild. Long time he strove, but forced to yield, fled from his kingdom and the fields. With his two wives away he fled, where high Himalaya lifts his head. And all his wealth and glory past, he paid the dues of fate at last. The wives he left had both conceived, so is the ancient tale believed, one of her rival's hopes afraid, fell poison in her viands laid. It chanced that Kyavan, Bricu's child, had wandered to that pathless wild, and there Himalaya's lovely height detained him with a strange delight. There came the other widowed queen, with lotus eyes and beauteous mien, longing a noble son to bear, and wooed the saint with earnest prayer. When thus Kalindi, fairest dame, with reverent supplication came, to her the holy sage replied, Born with the poison from thy side, O happy queen, shall spring ere long, An infant fortunate and strong. Then weep no more, and check thy sighs, Sweet lady of the lotus eyes. The queen who loved her perished lord, For meet reply the saint adored, And of her husband long bereaved, She bore a son by him conceived. Because her rival mixed the bane, to render her conception vain, and fruit unripened to destroy, Sagar she called her darling boy. To Sagar a Samaj was heir, bright Anzuman his consort bear. Anzuman's son, Dilpa famed, begot a son, Bagirath named. From him the great Kakutstra rose, from him came Rahu, feared by foes. Of him sprang Purushadak bold, fierce hero of gigantic mould. Kamasha Pada's name he bore, because his feet were spotted o'er. From him came Sankan, and from him Sudarsan, fair in face and limb. From beautiful Sudarsan came Prince Agnavarna, bright as flame. His son was Sikaraga, for speed unmatched and Maru was his seed. Prasuseruka was Maru's child, his son was Ambarisha styled. Nahush was Ambarisha's heir, the mighty lord of regions fair. Nahush begot Yayati, he, Nabhag of happy destiny. Son of Nabhag was Aja, his, the glorious Dasarantha is, whose noble children boast to be, 
Rama and Lakshman, whom we see. Thus do those kings, of purest race, their lineage from Ikshvaku trace. Their hero lives, the right maintained, their lips with falsehood ne'er were stained. In Rama's and in Lakshman's name, thy daughters as their wives I claim, so shall in equal bands be tied, each peerless youth with peerless pride. Canto 71. Janak's Pedigree. Then to the saint, supremely wise, King Janak spoke in suppliant guise. Deign, hermit, with attentive ear, my race's origin to hear. When kings a daughter's hand bestow, tis right their line in fame to show. There was a king whose deeds and worth spread wide his name through heaven and earth. Nimi most virtuous e'en from youth, the best of all who love the truth, his son and heir was Miti, and his Janek first who ruled this land. He left a son, Udavasu, blessed with all virtues good and true. His son was Nandivart and Tyr, for pious heart and worth sincere. His son Sukitu, hero brave, to Devarat existence gave. King Devarat, a royal sage, for virtue, glory of the age, begot Rihadratha, and he, begot his worthy heir to be, the splendid hero, Mahabir, who long in glory governed here. His son was Sudriti, a youth, firm in his purpose brave in sooth. His son was Distrakatu, blessed, with pious will and holy breast. The fame of royal saint he won. Haryasva was his princely son. Haryasva's son was Maru, who, begot Pratindhak wise and true. Next Kritiratha held the throne, his son for gentle virtues known, then followed Devamidra then, Vibud, Maharandrak, kings of men. Maharandrak's son, of boundless might, was Kirtarat, who loved the right. He passed away a sainted king, and Maharama following, to Swarnaroma left the state. Then Hrasvaroma, good and great, succeeded and to him a pair of sons his royal consort bear. Elder of these I boast to be, brave Kus Adwaj is next to me. Me then the elder of the twain, my sire anointed here to reign. He bade me tend my brother well, then to the forest went to dwell. He sought the heavens, and I sustained, the burden as by law ordained. And noble Kusadwaj, the peer, of gods I ever held most dear. Then came Sankasha's mighty lord, Swudhavna, threatening siege and sword and bade me swift on him bestow Siva's incomparable bow. And Sita of the lotus eyes, but I refused each peerless prize. Then host to host we met the foes, and fierce the din of battle rose. Sudhavna, foremost of his band, fell smitten by my single hand. When thus in Kazya's lord was slain, I sanctified, as laws ordain, my brother in his stead to reign. Thus are we brothers, Saint Most High, the younger he, the elder I. Now mighty sage, my spirit joys, 
to give these maidens to the boys let sita be to rama tied and ormaila be lakshman's pride first give o king the gift of cows as dowry of each royal spouse do offerings to the spirits pay and solemnize the wedding day the moon to-night o royal sage in maka's house takes harborage on the third night his rays benign in second falgunai will shine be that the day with prosperous fate the nuptial rites to celebrate end of chapter fourteen recording by katie riley august two thousand ten